honestly at my wits fucking end right now, dude. I'm going to <laughs> rip a hole in the sun right now. I feel like the sun being a gaseous entity might be difficult to rip a, a hole in. I mean, nevertheless, the, the heat of it all can't really get too close, but I feel your rage. All right. I don't see your face, though, because your Hang technology on. issues. Oh, shit. <laughs> I fucked up. Now you're echoing. Say a. Oh, there he is. Is that. Is that. I'm still like Holding. Offense. Huh? Oh, God. Okay. The echo disappeared. I got I to gotta fucking back out. Oh, yeah. That wasn't the most flattering angle. No. It was right up in your well, face. Well, because I needed to fucking. <laughs> no audio. All right. There we go. Now everything is fucking great. There we go. There's that smiling face. Not Fuck. smiling. What's up, man? Good to see Off you. Off with everything, man. It's good to see you too. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm I'm a little beat because I'm recovering from traveling all day yesterday, and then I had to come back to work and kind of you know put everything back into place, being out for five days. But um, yeah. It was all it was all worth it to do it to do a film festival in New Orleans. So it's travel is always a nice little uh, wake up call for your soul. So I'm feeling it. I'm glad um, that you had time to review every version of the worst sandwich on the planet, the muffaletta. Dude, I love the muffaletta. The central grocery muffaletta. I I I quite like what what is it that you not like about the muffaletta? Olives. Well, uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the so uh, all, all of it. Well, we'll go through the muffalettas that I had, but yeah. Oh, I get it. All of, all of, of them, it. All of it. One of them you might have liked because it didn't have the olive <laughs> tapenade in it. It had coleslaw instead. And even I though to me the yeah the the olives are kind of like what defines a muffaletta to me most. So it was my least favorite muffaletta, but I do love a slaw and I do love salty cured meats. So the Koshan Butcher version of the muffaletta, despite being my least favorite of the four that I had, was still a quite delicious sandwich. Did you only? But we can get. Is that what we're not talking about your movies? But we'll talk about their cult. We'll say yeah. that for the movie podcast. By the way, this is hot property yeah. where we don't talk about movies as much as we can. But they usually come yeah. up. So it happens because that's yourself. just how I think. My name is Steven Richards. My name is Dan Scully. And if you want to hear me talk about movies, I did release three episodes of Dispatches from the Overlook Film Festival going over all the stuff that I watched in NOLA. But since this is hot property, we can go over the stuff that I ate. Yeah. Um, I think that's so, the way to go. And also, I want to hear also about if anything that you may have drank oh yeah i um i i actually didn't drink or any drugs you might have ingested didn't do any drugs Uh, i did a small amount of drinking uh mostly on the last night because the thing about doing a film fest is you've got to be in theaters on point on time you got to be vigilant while you're watching the movie and then you got to be aware and memorable enough that you can go back to your hotel room and crank out reviews. That's like the duty. So I really did not do uh, any sort of uh, heavy drinking. The first night I was there, I had a few beers because the film fest didn't start till the next day. So I had some beers. I went to, um, I went on a murder uh, 
tour where they went through the French Quarter and oh, discussed yeah. murders. It was cool. Is that went, the, what? Did you go to the one by the pirate bar? Uh, no, no, it was not oh, by yeah. the pirate bar. But I did go to a vampire bar. Um, oh. but uh, I also went to the Museum of Death, which was the coolest. That was cooler than anything at the fest, and I loved the fest. The Museum oh, of yeah. Death was so amazing. It was unsettling stuff truly but the kind of thing that i love but uh, i i expected more from that really yeah you weren't as upset by sharon tate's smiling pregnant corpse looking right into the camera lens oh oh that shit was unbelievable that that like put me on edge also it's like it's like out of someone's house basically yeah which is uh not very fresh but I know it said like the walkthrough takes about an hour. I it took me about three hours to get an through. An hour. I read every little thing. Are we talking about? I don't think we're talking about the same place anymore. I'm talking about the Museum of Death. I know that, but yeah. maybe I'm. Well, that's just what it's called. So if you're thinking of something that's called something different, it's a very. This is, this is not the same place that I went to. Okay. Well, the... highly recommend. Uh, if if you're into morbid true crime shit like I am, I'm confusing it with the muse- historic voodoo museum. Oh, okay, yeah, that I did not see. I would I would certainly love to go to that, but uh, the uh the night that I did the murder tour, I was I was a little lit up. Thank God uh, you said tour, otherwise yeah. it would be a whole different podcast. But dude, the guy who who ran the murder tour, he was he said he was a history teacher, but he had like boom hour voice. Everything you did, you just kind of talk like this, real fast. Like you couldn't tell what yeah. the fuck he was saying. So I had to like make notes so I could look up the stuff later. He had one eye because he was a war veteran, and a really nice guy. Really, he had funny. one eye because he was a school teacher. He was a school teacher, <laughs> yeah, fuck man. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> he he had the best refrain though because he would go through like, oh, so we got this, yeah. So what's the big deal? Big deal is this. And so he would always like that was his way of connecting whatever yeah. we were talking about to whatever we were looking at. He would be like, uh, so what's the big deal? Well, for us, it means this. And like he's like going through this one area, it's like a slave market. He's like, Yeah, so what's the big deal? Big deal is blah blah. blah. And I'm like, I think the big deal was the slave market, was it not? <laughs> like yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's that's pretty notable. But um he was a very nice guy, and when he found out that I was from Philly, uh, he used me as the visual example for every possible thing that he needed a person to pose for, because, uh, to quote him, he's a Dallas fan. Wow. But I was happy to do it, because that's just who I am. Yeah. But, uh... Um, and then, the one um, that I did was about... we well, not It wasn't solely about this, but the most memorable one was this uh, farm pharmacy where the pharmacist was like killing a bunch of people and then dumping them out of the second floor into a death truck. Oh yeah, we uh we went there. Yeah. This tour covered that, the pharmacy murders. That was nuts, man. Yeah, it was uh I, I mean like experimenting on people and shit. The thing about New Orleans is it is similar to Philly in that it's a very old old town. Yeah. You know like and and I'm talking old by the standards of when white people showed up and fucked everyone else over. Yeah. It like in terms of that history of America, they're two of the oldest, and so there's just so like what, stories. You're saying of stories. to me that the indigenous people didn't invent hurricanes. I oh, I or, saying... or 
or um <laughs> i thought you were talking about the weather phenomenon no and not talking the about drink. the rum the rum the frozen rum beverage that's served yeah. out of a frozen margarita machine <laughs> no that, people didn't invent that no that feels extremely white yeah and uh if you were talking about the weather phenomenon i would suggest that nobody invented that <laughs> that's just an act of god yeah <laughs> looking back on that statement that could have been taken very differently um, oh yeah with my intention but no i meant i meant the 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 sponsor of every bachelorette party, the frozen drink hurricane. Yeah, that comes in a green hand grenade. Yeah. Um, that's Oh that's no, that's the hand what, grenade. Yeah. The what is that restaurant that serves the hand grenades though? Like, isn't it Senior Frogs or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. They're not very good. It's it's gross. I will I Las Vegas and New Orleans are both on the list for me now, where it's like maybe not. Well, I had a lot of fun in New Orleans not being on Bourbon Street. Like, there's yeah. a lot of really cool shit there, but, like, I've, I'm not 25 anymore. Bourbon Street didn't appeal to me. And also, it was spring break. So, like, Bourbon Street after 8 o'clock, like, I didn't even want to go anywhere near that shit. It was, it was a disaster. Like, New Orleans, I would do if I wasn't exactly, like, doing it. If I had, some, if I had an ulterior motive than just yeah. going there to get fucking trashed. I will. I did lie when I said I didn't do any drugs. I forgot uh, because I had to get in line for Evil Dead Rise and there was only one screening and it was definitely going to fill up. I got into the line like two and a half hours early. So I did take an edible. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't and, see the edible. I saw you in line first in line, though. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was worth it because that movie like kicks ass and the edible made that that much better nice but um yeah i uh i mostly ate muffalettas and then on my last day i had a power trio of alligator sausage gumbo and a quarter muffaletta from napoleon house which ended up being my third favorite muffaletta but one and two central grocery the original the og muff that was the best one um and then verdi mart it was called that had number two. They both serve them cold. They have nice greasy bread, really good olive spread. So I know that you're you're out on that, but like yeah. those two were were top notch. The third and fourth, Napoleon House and Kashan Butcher, were good, but not uh, not like I'm gonna go back and get them there again. Got it. I had a really uh, good alligator. Um, this is gonna sound weird, um, but bear with me here. It was a savory version of this. I had an alligator cheesecake. I'm I'm fucking that. That there. sounds cool. It had a cornbread crust. Ooh. It was like a savory cheese cake with alligator chunks in it. I believe it had some andouille sausage in there too. It was banging. That's probably real good. Yeah. Probably real good. The first time I ever had alligator was at Bonnaroo. And I was wandering around Bonnaroo. I was uh on another planet mentally. It's hot as shit. And then suddenly like water just hits me in the face and I turn and one of the food vendors is just holding a super soaker pointed at me. And I turn, I'm like, what the fuck, man? And he goes, you ever had gator? I was like, no. And he's like, you want to try it? I'm like, all right. And then he gave me some gator and I ate it. And then I bought more gator because it was so good. I had some at the bar made famous by John Taffer. Because uh, it was one of the first bar rescue episodes, um, uh, okay. but spirits on bourbon—that's what it is. Ooh, 
I still have um, a plastic skull mug that if you turn the switch on at the bottom, it glow, it like lights up. Nice. LED lights. Very New Orleans indeed. Um, and I had a I believe I had a blue frozen beverage out of it because that's, that's the frozen the there's two things. There's more than two things, but there's two things famous about Bourbon Street as far as consumption goes, and that is frozen beverages and live music. Yeah. Every place has their version of it, and some are really, really good, and some are not so good. But no matter where, if like you know, it's great because if you don't like what's happening at the bar you're in, literally walk around into the next bar, and you'll oh, yeah. maybe find something else that you like. And you can take your drink with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's the best. That's the best part. And like you can take a drink from another bar into a different bar because they know that you'll have a drink after that one. Like, yeah. And also, it's like a very interesting and and kind of unique sense of community down there also, because I remember I was down there for a work conference and even even the bands that play in various locations are pretty incestuous and like they like, you know, trade out parts a lot. I remember I was in the bathroom of the hotel taking a shit, right? And I heard um, two people come in who were like, were like employees of the hotel. And they were talking about like, hey, if you play bass for me on Thursday, I'll play drums for you on Friday at like various <laughs> locations. And I was and like, if, this... and if you show me yours, I'll show you mine because they I were in the like, bathroom. This is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like they're just like mercenaries of music. Oh yeah, you know when uh. So here's a crazy thing that happened. I was doing what's commonly referred to as a bang bang, which is where you eat at one place and then you go to another place and eat there too because you're just being a pig. Yeah. And so I was doing a muffle at a bang bang where I hit the one and I hit the other. And on my way back from the second portion of this bang bang, I found a uh, like a town square area that had uh, beer tents, a uh, concert stage and like a open air market and all that. I was like, okay, I'll see what this is. And so I go in and I'm like, wait a minute, this song sounds familiar. And I just had stumbled into a free Galactic concert. And so I watched a Galactic concert completely by surprise that I just stumbled upon, drank a couple beers, had a peanut butter and jelly stout that was fucking stellar. And uh, I'm like, this sounds like Galactic. And then I look it up and apparently it's like a weekly thing they do and just bands roll through and it was indeed Galactic. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. It was a. I, I squeezed a lot into the five days I was there. How did you beat him? What Galactus? Oh, uh, honestly, I did that thing that you used to be able to do in horror movies, where you'd go, "I'm not afraid anymore. I don't believe in you," and then you go, "No." Oh, nice, dude. They, That's yeah. awesome. That's the best way to beat a villain. You could take Freddy down that way. It worked in, I think, part two or part three. It you was could part take three most Nightmare Warriors. Dream Warriors. Get it together. Whatever, man. You didn't remember what number it was. <laughs> you didn't even get the title. That's why I, we're a good I could sing you the song by Dokken. I also called think Dream Warriors. Be, um, four. It's probably four. And then in one of them, a, a flaming dog pee brings no, Freddy back to life. No, that's the Dream Master. Dream Master. We were right. Three. It's three. Three. There you go. Dream warriors. Maybe tonight you'll be gone. I like how song. the in that scene where they were like, we can control our dreams. The black dude's like, I'm gonna whoop his ass like the Hulk. And like yeah. Freddie just like immediately just kills him. And it's yeah. like, no. Nah. <clears throat> you didn't dream hard enough. 
Yeah. And then the one girl's like, I'm bad and beautiful. And like her dream was that she gets to have a leather jacket. It was a, I know everybody loves dream warriors and I do too, but I, I like, I, I, I like, don't, I like the fourth one better. If you that movie is terrible. Randy Harlan. That's the fun of it, but it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, uh, overall though, new Orleans, uh, when I went 10 years ago, just to party, it was not as fun as when I went now as an adult to take in the culture. So yeah, I guess this is growing up. Well, sorry, man. Sorry you had to leave Neverland and go to the real world. You know, though, I this was one of those trips that it's like the perfect trip because I didn't want to leave, but I also couldn't wait to be home. And I came home and like, even though I'm physically tired, I'm feeling mentally refreshed. My soul is enriched. You know, work was not an issue today, despite the fact that I had trouble sleeping last night, despite the fact that my workload was heavy, because it was just like, nah, you know what? I was I was down south for a couple of days doing what I love. So it just, uh, you know, and I missed the lady. I missed the animals. So we're all reunited. So it was, you know, it's, it's travel's good for you. I, yeah. I always I always forget how <laughs> how deeply it, it's just it's good for the soul. It, it just. You, you, I almost didn't go on this trip, and when the opportunity arose, my gut reaction was, eh, I probably shouldn't. But then I just did that thing where I was like, I'm going to buy the plane ticket before I think too hard. And then it was done, and I'm so glad that I did it, because stepping out of your comfort zone is is the way to live, man. It really yeah. is. I'm trying to figure out a trip for this year, but I don't know where I want to go yet. I am... Um, I'm... I know Jenna and I are toying with the idea of doing Disney since I've never been or like universal Disney, man. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. (laughs) All I hear is horror stories. For some reason, my algorithm thinks I care about like my Google news algorithm thinks I care about what happens at the Disney parks. And because of that, I've started to care about what's going on at the Disney parks. (laughs) Like what's going on. I'm totally out of the loop. It's like super, this is mostly like families talking, but like if they say it's like super expensive, like it's barely sustainable for a family of four to go that the new galaxy's edge is like so expensive, but not worth the price at all. Uh, like the, I'm not a family of four. I'm an army of one, but they're like, you know, like a, a cocktail at a bar is like going to be 20 bucks a pop. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That shit. like it's, 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 it's pretty pricey. There's a way to do it though. Like Jenna was telling me they do a thing where you can get a ticket where you're not allowed to enter the park until noon. And it like knocks a whole bunch of the, of the price down. Uh, but what's cool. What's cool about that is also at noon is when all of the tired toddlers and their tired parents leave. Yeah. So like it ends up being something that's that, you know, if you're like me and I'm going to sleep till 11 anyway, it ends up being, you know, a bit of a benefit. But that's the other thing that this trip reminded me is that you can sit there and hem and haw over the prices of this, and the prices of that, or you can just accept that that's the price and you're going to pay it. And like, well, I'm I'm saying for especially for Disney, though, like there is a lot of, um, you know, financial disparity in this country to the point oh, where yeah. it's like families came in afford to do this for their kids because because they have kids yeah yeah exactly yeah that's, and, that's what kind of sucks because like well yeah you and i can go down there and fuck shit up it's not really for as 30 yeah. something year olds you know it's <laughs> it is a place that's mostly catered for it's supposed you know, to be for kids yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's dreams not fair. come true i remember like back in the day 
I've never been. I before you like watch a uh, movie on a VHS that's a Disney film, they're like there's be ads to like come on down to Disney where everybody's having just a, the fucking best time. Yeah, exactly. I just remember every sitcom on TGIF had an episode where it was clearly sponsored by Disney, where everybody well, went Disney to Disney owns World. ABC. Yeah, and so like you know, Uncle Jesse has to go play uh with Jesse and the Rippers in, in Disney World, and the Step by Steps have to go to Disney World and uh, go into Disney World with Mister Cooper. They all had to do it, and that was well, my only experience with, with the Disney. best one. Do you remember what happened in Family Matters? Family matters. I do not. <laughs> Please enlighten me. Wings never went. This Wings is, is NBC. <laughs> Family matters is my favorite one because um, I forget why he was doing this, but Stefan Urkel invented, <laughs> who is Steve Urkel's alter ego for those who yeah. don't know, um, who invented, uh, he invented a teleportation machine. Yes, I do remember and, that. It was an and art for Carl was like, I'm not getting in that thing. And everyone was like, come on, we're going to Disney World. And as soon as they got there, like the machine broke and and they had to he had to like fix the machine. And that's why they were stuck in Disney for a week. And Carl was like, I'm not going to have any fun on this trip. And then by the end of like the two episode arc, he was you know, riding the teacups and wearing, yeah, the, yeah. wearing the mouse ears and all that shit. Having the best time, despite the fact that yeah. he could have just taken a plane back to Chicago. <laughs> no, man, they had to fix the teleportation. <laughs> they were I kind of remember that now. Yeah. Do you remember the the Halloween episode with the evil Carl that was a that was a, a ventriloquist dummy? <laughs> not, not explicitly, but there's there's like a flavor of it in my brain at the moment. Yeah. Uh, there was there was the evil Steve dummy, which was named Steveville. Do you care to guess what the name of the evil Carl dummy was? Carnage. No. (laughs) Carl's bad. (laughs) That's just good. That's just good, uh, you know, late 90s writing, man. Yeah, it was, uh, man, (laughs) Family Matters really went, really went wild. Do you remember the plot of the Full House Disney World? Um, No. They were going down there, I, didn't I just, believe. Didn't you just describe it? Well, so uh, he's playing with the Rippers. That wasn't what it was. He was gonna. He was going to propose to Becky, and uh, but every every situation that was set up for him to propose got, you know, undercut by something. But lo and behold, he managed to the ultimate uh, way to pro- to uh, propose to her was I think the Beach Boys were there, and since he's best buds with Mike Love, he got to sing forever. And proposed to Becky and fireworks and all that. Yeah. But a weird thing happened where uh, I, I forget the rules of it, but each kid got to go in line and be like blessed by a princess or something. And one kid was randomly picked each day to have all of their Disney wishes come true. And Michelle cut in line in front of Stephanie and ended up getting picked. So Stephanie was mad the whole time that she didn't get to have all her wishes come true. But due to the magic of Disney, at the end of the day, Michelle's final wish is she wishes that Stephanie can take her place for the rest of the day. Because at the end of the day, that's still pretty fucked up. 
Well, I mean, this is Disney we're talking about here. They talk about dreams and magic, but they're really about capitalism. Yeah. And so I think that Michelle, you know, she got hers first before she shared, which is very in tune with what uh, Disney is all about. Yeah. That and making live action remakes of their animated movies that all suck and that are meant to uh, keep the IP alive as opposed to actually create something worth watching. There were two announced this very week and both times I rolled my eyes. What what were they? I I don't know if I'm aware of it. I'll give you a hint. They're both based out of Hawaii. So Moana? Yeah. And the other one's kind of a deep cut, but you'll get there. I believe in you. It's not Song of the South. I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad that went over. A deep cut for what Hawaii. The fuck? Yeah. I mean, that was technically partially live action anyway, because uh, Uncle Remus was was an actor. Um, I don't know my Disney that well, if I'm being honest. Um, it's a uh, little film called Lilo and Stitch. Oh yeah, yeah I've never seen that one. Uh, I think I saw it once. I it was not memorable. What's weird is like okay, Moana like with the caveat that I don't like any of these live action remakes. Moana makes sense because it stars people. Lilo and Stitch, you're going to have to animate Stitch anyway. Yeah. So what are we doing? I mean, do you pretty much I mean, they said that the li- the Lion King was a live action remake. It was not. It was all VFX and shit. When I uh, when I was sent to review The Lion King, uh, the press email very explicitly said, do not refer to it as live action. Please, in your reviews, refer to it as photo real. See, that's not a thing. It's not a thing. That's not a thing. And also, if you're going to, like, cartoons make it so that when a warthog sings, it's entertaining. But if it's a real warthog, he can't do that. So all the musical numbers are just the animals walking yeah. while their mouths talk. And I was like, this is this is like a cinematic. Short of that opening scene, that movie was crap. That opening scene was like next level. But I it should have stopped there. Yeah, it, I wouldn't. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm going to fart. I don't watch the Jungle Book either. Jungle Book was actually like decent, but again, like who cares? Who gives a shit? You already have the Jungle Book. I I gotta tell a story about what I had for lunch today because of because of your fart. Yeah, please do. That's why we're here. I I had um, I got Chipotle for lunch. Oh, I saw you posted a thing about what Chipotle really is. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm very curious. <laughs> I posted on Instagram that it, I the best thing about Chipotle is that. It's three mediocre meals instead of one. And so I had it's like, so true because I get the bowl and then I get two tortillas on the side. And so I will at least split that up into two, two meals at least. And so I, I ate half of the bowl. And then as soon as I got into my car, I realized that Chipotle also has another <laughs> Another I sh- aspect I to their my car. Another aspect to their fair, and that is it's a live interactive game of how do I not continuously have a stream of fart coming out of me in the office setting that I work in. And it's a it's a dangerous game. Did you pull it off? Yeah. I had one the other day. The I desks was... are far away enough where it's like I can get away with it. Yeah, you have culpable deniability. Yeah. Plus, they, you know, they fucking have the 
Here's, I, I got to complain about Office Life for a second now that I'm back in it twice. Please do. The hybrid setting is is fine because I get to get a, get I get to see people in real life. You know, we get to collaborate in person. There's a trend that is particularly um, popular with the with the older women of Office Life, and that is keeping the office at a toasty. 79 to 80 degrees god damn and no it I is quit. a nightmare for me i would quit my job because they're they get chilly and i understand on days where it's cold even if i don't think it's cold i understand people get chills on those bring transitional days there's a middle ground though i'm that's what i'm saying you gotta meet me halfway because i can't fall asleep at my desk and if i'm very warm if i feel like I'm being wrapped in, I'll bring it back to Chipotle, in just a nice burrito, I'm going to fall asleep immediately. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Um, See, I, I'm the opposite. If I get, if if it's like hot, I get sticky and clammy and gross. And then I just yeah. feel like, I feel miserable. I can't sleep like that. Uh, I like I sleep in the cold. My forehead getting sticky at like three o'clock. Ugh. It was very frustrating for me. You would think if you were older, you'd want it like cold so that the yeah. meat doesn't spoil. But exactly, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna, I had a, out, uh, I'm gonna find out where the fucking thermostat is, and then I'm going to. Well, there's gonna be an all-out war. With knock it off the wall. No, I'm gonna just turn it down to sixty-eight, and say, "Can you be cold, Batman?" <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, chill. Everybody, chill. Did you really think one of his one-liners was "Can you be cold"? Yeah, it is. <laughs> is it? Yeah, because here's what happens: fucking he freezes Robin, and oh yeah, he's like, and he's about to get away. He's like, "Can you be cold, Batman? What will yeah. you do? Chase the villain or save the boy?" And then save the boy. Like, and then he fucking gets into a spaceship and flies <laughs> out of the church. <laughs> Everybody, chill. I like what he says in in a what does he say? He's like on on in our world there's only one constant. Everything freezes. And it's like that's that's just scientifically inaccurate. There are plenty yeah. of things that do not freeze. Yeah. And there are also like a hundred other constants. Yeah. Um, I like when he goes, I let's kill like, the dinosaurs. The ice age. Ice age. That was gonna be my next one. Yeah. Ice to see you. He's also watching just the scene from Year Without a Santa Claus about Snow Miser. Which and I assume it's on repeat because he's making his like henchmen learn the words. He has to exist in a cold area, but he wears yeah. cozy, warm clothes. And yeah. I know that this is going to sound ridiculous, but um, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to call fake. I will Batman say, Robin, though. But fake... The robe was probably one of the better costume designs. Of oh, yeah. Movie. I got to say, I rewatched that original quadrilogy of Batman movies. And although Batman Forever and Batman and Robin are, are a different thing, I ended up really enjoying Batman and Robin because I think it knows how campy it is. Yeah. And I, I think it's leaning into it in a way that that works when you're not comparing it to the rest of the series. I didn't like I would, Batman I Forever much, to tell the truth. It's worth rewatching. It's fun. 
Uh, Schwarzenegger and Uma Thurman both seem to understand the material. Everyone yeah. else, it's up in the air, but they both like real. She's just like, I was bit by an old Hollywood plant, so now I'm a plant lady. And I'm like, okay. And yeah, I think get, like get it. Chris O'Donnell and Alicia Silverstone were probably like, this is my opportunity to make Hollywood take me seriously. And Oops. nope. And then George Clooney was like, I guess. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm actually out. <laughs> I'm just going to go go. And then an halfway Oscar. through, there's like a very poignant moment that you see him realize what he signed up for. And he just, <laughs> like, just shits the bed for the rest of the performance. It's the part where the bad guy's like, what are you? And he's like, I'm, I'm Batman. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> no, I guess I'm the actual Batman. moment is when they're bidding on Poison Ivy and he brings out the Bat credit card. Oh, yeah, which retroactively redefines the title of Batman Forever. Yeah. <laughs> because the, the uh, expiration date is forever, which doesn't even make sense in that syntax, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Shit was ridiculous. Well, what a beautiful a Batmobile. And then come back and talk about some food news. Before we talk about some food news, I have a quick fart story that I would like to share before oh, yeah. we take this break. We have so time. Much, like, much like you were hiding a fart from your office... I uh, recently had a situation where I was on the elliptical machine at the gym and I had a fart building up inside me and it got so big that it was making me have to pee. So I was like, I can either cut this workout short and go to the bathroom or I can rip this fart. No problem ripping a fart at the gym because you look around, everyone's got their headphones in, you're in the clear. It already kind of smells like shit anyway. Already smells like shit. You're usually good. But I'm in the workout room with the elliptical machines, and it's not a very heavily attended uh, uh, time of day. So it's just me, a guy on a bike next to me, and across the room, some other guy on a treadmill. So I'm not worried about the guy on the treadmill. Even better. But I'm running, doing my thing, pumping the arms. I feel the fart. I'm having this, this moment of internal crisis. And I'm like, all right. So I look to the left to make sure that the guy next to me has headphones on so that I can fart. And this is the one time ever that this motherfucker had no headphones on. Oh, man. Everyone's got headphones on. He had no headphones on. And ultimate moral of the story is I, I looked at him. I was like, shit, I guess I'm screwed. I can't fart because he has no headphones on. And then I thought, you know what, though? This motherfucker showing up to the gym with no headphones. Fuck him. And I ripped that fart so goddamn hard. And I didn't look over to see if he reacted. I just let it be what it was. Oh my God. And you know what? It was the right move because I was able to finish my workout without taking a break. I was able to just go into it and I got a story for the pod. Nice. Yeah. So well, sorry due to the gym. I mean, he smelled like 10 assholes stacked anyway. So it wasn't a smell issue, but it was more You're just a noise thing. But uh, it was a loud one. It was yeah. very loud. And uh, but that's what he gets for not wearing headphones to the gym. And maybe a lesson will be learned on his end. He's gonna recognize going to the gym now that he's probably swimming in farts, and he should probably have some headphones. And let the listeners understand too that if you're in, you know, hearing distance of Dan at the elliptical, he might fart. So yeah, put, put headphones on. Uh, elliptical or no, <laughs> if you are in the same room as me, chances for any amount of time, chances are you have been acquainted with one of my farts, whether you know it or not. I'm a man of guess. Um, we can take a break now. Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. 
I just got an email from Chipotle. I they were like, "Hey, leave feedback." Because I work from the app. I'll tell the server. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're like, leave feedback from the app. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give you three stars. I'll tell you what. Out of four, or out of five, out of five, because there was like not a lot of chicken, and I know that's like kind of the the shtick. Yeah, like that's kind of like the bane of going to Chipotle. But yeah, I wanted that, to let them know always the case. They've been declining. I want them to know that I didn't get. I wanted to be one more voice in the crowd saying you need to put more fucking protein on your shit. As you should. Yeah, they've been declining in quality. They've been declining in quantity, and they've been increasing in price. They I, uh, for I my no trouble, they gave Chipotle. me a buy one get one deal, which I'm not. I mean, when you want to get Chipotle with me, I'll do that. Yeah, split them. It's free. If you, if you, uh, Chipotle used to be if if something went wrong, they would just send you a free burrito. Now it's a buy one get one. The same way that before, if you showed up on Halloween with a costume on, you got a free burrito, and then it turned into a half price burrito. Um, then it turned into a buy one get one, which is the same as half price. And now on Halloween, if you show up in a costume. For your burrito, as they call it, you just get a dollar off. To which I say, suck my dick, Chipotle. Yeah, fuck you. I hope we don't cut to an ad for Chipotle. I don't think I don't think they can afford us. Yeah. All right. We'll see you soon. And we're back. Back. I'm trying to find this article that I had for food news, and I can't seem to find it. I've got, I can start us off. You sent me something on Instagram and you said, Oh man, this is discontinued. And I don't know. Yes. If, I don't know if that if you misread the article, but it's it's being just it's being not even continued, it's being introduced well it's the reason i thought it was discontinued is because i follow a twitter account called discontinued foods and they just posted that picture so i just assumed um so my bad for believing anything at all that i read on twitter (laughs) nissen foods offers its own unique twist on breakfast with the introduction of new cup noodles breakfast exclusively at walmart beginning march 29th so that's well into this um it blends ramen with fan favorite breakfast flavors, including pancakes, maple syrup, sausage, and eggs. It doesn't say anything in this article about if there's like chunky stuff in there. Or yeah, it feels just... like it's like a paste that's just flavor paste. I don't know. And I couldn't find anybody. I couldn't find any YouTube videos about it. I couldn't Is find it any, like... any shit with like what's inside of this. Um, cup Does of it have noodles even? Yeah. So ramen noodles, noodles in sauce. It says on the on the on the cup. So it's probably like a, like a sweet and savory kind of thing, but I, yeah. I can't imagine they would have. I guess maybe there's like little bits of dehydrated egg because like that's that's because probably they have like dehydrated peas and carrots in there. Yeah, and I I think I've had one with dehydrated eggs that are reconstituted when you boil, so that would fit breakfast. But like, yeah, pancake chunks, maybe. I don't know. Either way, go to Walmart. I, I I am open to trying it, and I'm visiting. I want to try it. My parents this weekend, and that has my dad's name written all over it. Like this is the kind of thing that he would probably be like, Do you really? see this yet? This is the future. 
Based like, on what you've told me about your dad, I did not think he'd be open into something like this. Well, he likes a lot of, you know, he's like a meat and potatoes guy, but he has a, I almost said healthy, he has an unhealthy love for novelty foods. Nice. All right. Yeah. And and I like to I mean, think don't I, we I all? yeah, I, I inherited that from him and I'm proud of it. Um, he has a thing for novelty foods and um but like at the same time like i think he likes novelty foods but the disconnect is that whereas i see a novelty food and i go oh cool a novelty food i'll try it the novelty will be lost on him in exchange for functionality like i would see that and go oh that's an interesting idea a fun little uh, ramen noodles breakfast i'll try it once yeah. he would see that and go what an efficient way to get all of your breakfast requirements like pancakes and noodles and he would see it that way mm. you know like a, like a like a clever you know, tool it's like just flavor though right i don't think it matters it to him yeah. it's it's a convenience <laughs> tool which uh you know and and he's into convenience tools i mean the man is handy uh, for sure uh, handiest dude I ever met. He can build and make anything, but he likes gadgets, as do I. But he would see that as a helpful gadget, whereas I would see it as a neat gadget. But the love is there. Um, sorry, I guess got text that distracted me. Um, Spaghettios is adding Frank's right red hot, and like it's not going to make it better. Spaghettios, Spaghettios are fucking terrible. Like these, like stop what you're doing. I fuck with SpaghettiOs. It's been a while, but I do They're enjoy so them. They're so bad. But if I want hot sauce in my SpaghettiOs, I'm just going to add hot sauce. Yeah. Because there's no way that they're going to add the right amount. It's not going to be enough or it's going to be too much. You got to find that middle ground. And really, even, if I'm putting hot sauce into my SpaghettiOs, it's going to be crystals. Even the smell of SpaghettiOs is so absurdly offensive to me as a human yeah. being. Um, and I will, even if it was the last goddamn thing on the planet, I would starve to death instead. <laughs> That's your version of I am legend. Yeah. It's not the, not the <laughs> vampire creatures. It's the fact that all you have left is, is SpaghettiOs. Spaghetti yeah. You've eaten all the other canned goods, all the breakfast ramen, and you are down to just SpaghettiOs and stars. Um, you know how we're always on the lookout for who's going to be the first one this year? to bring back pumpkin spice yes now dan i want you to look down at your calendar and tell me what today's date is uh today's date is uh <laughs> tuesday april 4th this was written, not, not even tax day yet this was written four days ago <laughs> so Crispy this cream. is written this is written on april fool's day so we March, should take March it with a grain of salt oh, okay Krispy Kreme is bringing back pumpkin spice original glazed donuts for two days only on April 1st and 2nd. So was it a... So it April is Fools? an April Fool's joke, but yeah. <laughs> they actually did it. Oh, well, good. Got you, actually could, you actually could get, on April 1st and 2nd, a pumpkin spice donut from Krispy Kreme. Well, that's fun. I, I've never had their pumpkin spice donut, but I, I enjoy Krispy Kreme. So I, I will take back what I said, and this won't be an official... Um, submission for first to get the pumpkin spice 2023. I mean, it, 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 it isn't not that. I mean, if they did put it out, they put it out. Well, the reason we keep a watch is because that's what's going to start the trend. And then, you know, which company caved first and said, we got to yeah. do it. We got to do it now. Yeah. Krispy Kreme seems to be subverting it on purpose, yeah. which I can respect. And I think that's the joke, too. That is the joke. Yeah. 
It's fall and um, spring. It's always, and it's always Dunkin' Donuts anyway. Yeah, because everybody loves that fucking that fucking squirt of pumpkin syrup into their coffee. Oh yes, squirt the pumpkin. In Remember my at mouth. Chili's, we traded off with Dunkin', so we had our own squirt bottle from Dunkin'. Yeah, um, I, our friend Heather curated that deal. She brought yeah. over some some Chili's items. Of course, and, she did, and they paid us with a full gallon jug of pumpkin spice that we could make our own stuff at, at, at the restaurant a little, little hostage exchange <laughs> i we think like, i stole that i got some queso dip for you if you got some pumpkin spice for us i might i think we did bring over chips and queso and like some wings yeah but um i remember one time i got yelled at because i put i someone was like do you have any like coffee flavors and i was like you know what we actually do. And <laughs> I went and like stole like some like a little ramekin of the pumpkin spice syrup. And uh the the lady was very grateful for it. Heather yelled at me for it's like we we traded so much for that, Steven. <laughs> we lost a lot of good men in that yeah. trade. I'm like, you didn't really do anything. You you, you used one company's one yeah. conglomerate's this uh you know ingredients to trade for another company's ingredients. I remember one time we made a trade with Olive Garden and we hooked them up for Olive Garden stuff and they fucked us. They yeah. gave us nothing. Oh, I was so mad because we were like, oh, we're gonna have like, like you're the place of unlimited breadsticks and you gave us four. That's fucked. You know, like That's I don't know fucked. if that was the exact numbers, but it was definitely one of those where we all thought we were even gonna, if like, it was feast. six. Or eight, we were gonna get I like, still would have been pissed. Yeah, like because we hooked them up. We There's gotta be at least so 15 fucking breadsticks in that to go basket. Joe cooked up a bunch of shit for him. We got a whole bunch of freezables because like we made sure everybody on shift at Olive Garden had a good lunch, and they like fed three of us decently well. That's uh, funny, man. It was it was it was a bad trade. I honestly I think they misunderstood the terms. Yeah. Um, because they probably were like, holy shit, they gave us so much. But uh, we never got to iron that out because we never, ever worked with them ever again. Um, that was it. There was one when I worked at the movie theater back home. I there was a restaurant across the street, like you know, one of those like cactus cantinas or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was the restaurant that was across the movie theater. You know, yeah. whatever that might be. It wasn't a chain, but it was like you know the spot. Yeah, spot. And then. We got to we got you know kind of chummy with the manager there, and we would be like, "Yo, can we like hook up dinner tonight?" And he was like, "Yeah, man, let me get some passes." And like, so we would like have, I'd give him like a bunch of like comp tickets. Yeah. yeah. One time he came in so so fucking lit up because he was having drinks at the bar before he walked in the movie theater. Remember in that one pirates movie where the ship turns upside down. Yeah, yeah. I see this dude like in the theater, like trying to follow with his neck, like going <laughs> upside down with it. And I was like, Jared, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> He's a regular Captain Jack. Yeah, I don't know if his name was Jared, but um, he looked like a Jared. Uh, yeah, speaking of novelty like shit, and this is two one of my most favorite things and one of my least favorite things. Um, mixing together Peeps launches new Dr. Pepper flavor and more as part of the 2023 Easter collection. 
I'm not a big Peeps guy. I hate I, Peeps. Yeah, I feel like for marshmallows to work, they've got to be melted and in conjunction with something else. Uh, Peeps by themselves don't work. And um, I'm not entirely unsold on Dr. Pepper being a flavor of non-Dr. Pepper things, but yeah. uh, this ain't it for me. Peeps are like on par with olives with how much I hate them. Really? Yeah. See, olives are like top tier snack food for me. I love <clears throat> olives. Although they are good weapons when they get really hard, like three weeks after Easter. You can just yeah. like chuck them at someone's head and just blow their brains right out. You ever microwave a peep and they like blow up real big before oh, yeah. they shrink down? Only for the performance, not so much the delicacy. There was a subplot on Malcolm in the Middle involving a uh involving the dad cooking meth. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was a long subplot. Yeah. Um, no, it was a. There was some sort of like you know like the uh, the uh, urban legend of like if you uh, eat pop rocks and drink soda it'll make your stomach explode. Oh yeah. In the world of Malcolm in the Middle, it was you can only eat a certain amount of peeps before they expand in your stomach and fill up. And the older brother, the one that like doesn't live at home, um, he took it upon himself to break this record because he didn't believe that you could fill that the peeps would actually expand in your stomach and i don't actually remember how it was resolved it sounds do... like they're ripping off cool hand luke well that's that's a little different because that's not about things expanding in your stomach that's about eating hard-boiled eggs <laughs> <laughs> which is disgusting well, it starts out the same way where they challenge him because he's like i could eat 50 hard-boiled eggs and they're like yeah hey, yeah did he ultimately do it? It's been a while since I've he seen did, that. He did, but you could see that his stomach was completely expanded. Yeah, yeah. But hard-boiled eggs, did. to me, hard-boiled eggs is just gross on account of it being eggs. Uh, whereas Peeps, it's like there's like a like a physical machination that, that causes the discomfort. But I'm not eating 50 of either. And honestly, two hard-boiled eggs is where I max out. Uh, and I do like hard-boiled eggs. And peeps, like, I'll take one bite of one and then I'm good for the season. You know what's funny about hard-boiled eggs is either, like, I'm either I'm into them or I'm definitely not, and I don't yeah. know until I eat it. Yeah. And, like, I'll That's have, a really good way to put it. I'll have, like, I'll see, like, deviled eggs at a party. I'm like, you know what? This looks pretty good. They did a nice presentation. They got the fucking frosty yeah, tip. Like, paprika on top. Yeah. yeah. A little chive. Um, and then I eat it and I'm like, this is a fucking mistake. This is a fucking mistake. I don't know wh where's the fucking trash can. Is someone going to see me at this party? And then they're going to be like, what, what, you don't like my deviled egg. And then I'm going to be feeling like a fucking asshole. So really it's like, it's, it's a gamble. It really is a true gamble because there's I a actually, spiral from there. I don't know if I've ever actually eaten a deviled egg. Dude, they're pretty good unless you're not in the mood for them, but you yeah. won't know until you find out. <laughs> well, the, that's the thing with deviled eggs is like the only time that they're ever because like I I I do enjoy a hard boiled egg. You put a little salt and pepper on it, it's good. Uh, a deviled egg, though, the only time they've ever been in my purview is when they're sitting on a picnic table outside in the summer. And so that's just yeah. not a situation. You gotta where be one of the first I'm, people to get there. Even so, like they unveil it, and I'm like, it's 85 degrees out, and you yeah. just put refrigerated eggs with mayo in. Like, yeah, and I love eggs, I love mayo, I love paprika, I love all that shit. But like, it just even if they're fresh and they're freezing cold, 
as soon as they take that that stuff off, it's like, I don't care what temperature they are. I'm about to eat them here on this outdoor summer day and then play volleyball. I it's just say, not the shit. It's not what I'm going to do. I would say at the very least, you should be there for the unveiling. And if you're not, pass. Pass. Pass, pass on the deviled eggs. But even so, it's like, you know, like yeah. an ice cold glass of milk is not a thing for a barbecue because you're playing badminton and then you're going to throw uh-huh. up everywhere. And eggs give me that same vibe. It depends on how spicy that barbecue sauce is. Fair enough. enough. But yeah, they just, I I don't know how deviled eggs became an outdoor summer food. It just makes no goddamn sense to me at all. Um, Yeah, I don't understand either. So I've never had it. And like, if somebody presented me one right now in my air conditioned bedroom, I would, I would take a bite. I would give it a shot. (laughs) But you got to have the, the vessel that is delivered and go oh yeah so that you can know how cold it is i will only eat deviled eggs if they're presented to me out of the shaving cream can that dennis nedry uses to steal dinosaur dna samples in jurassic park yeah that's where i'm eating my deviled eggs from and i'll eat a dinosaur which actually brings me to my piece of food of food news wait would you eat a monkey uh i feel like that's too close to cannibalism all right that's what i'm okay we're on the same page keep going yeah. smithsonian magazine this massive meatball was made oh, fuck yeah with woolly mammoth dna yeah dude have you heard about this i did i sent it to joe who like every time there's a story about a meatball i send to him because he's a fucking paisan uh. and uh uh, I send this to him. He's like, "Oh my god, the forbidden meatball." <laughs> <laughs> I saw a uh, I saw a, a meme, and it said, "Uh, like me at work," and it was a guy just like doing work, and then below it, it says, "Me at ball," and it's a picture of a meatball. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> <Just> so good. <laughs> I think either I sent that to you or I sent you, that to Connor. You may have. It's so good. Yeah. But okay, so uh, what this is is an Australian uh, lab-grown meat company. So that's the new thing is culturing meats using DNA so that you can create actual physical meat without killing an animal to obtain. They're not eating Australian labs. Let's just get that. Not eating Australian labs. But if one were so inclined, potentially you could get DNA from an Australian lab or an Australian shepherd and you could cultivate it and then have a cruelty-free version of that meat. So this is Let me ask you this. Yeah. What if they did this with a human meatball? What about would you? It? Would you eat it? I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. If, I don't know where I land on this. I I've think I'd be said, too. I would be. I know it's like not an actual person. It's weird, but it's still really. It's and I don't know why yet because I haven't had time to think about it. But it immediately my gut reaction is that is not something I want to do. Well, when it comes to eating humans, you got to go with your gut. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the way it is. <laughs> now, uh, I've always said that, like, if if somehow, like, Bobby Flay perfectly prepared a single cube of human meat and all the paperwork was I'm in so order. I'm so glad you picked Bobby Flay for yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's the only one who's, like, fucked up enough yeah. that he might do it. He's the only um, one qualified by last name to be able to do this. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> he plays it. Yeah. If there was a way, like all the paperwork was in order, that it was somehow fully ethical, I would take one bite out of curiosity. But also, like, then you're messing in the world of prion diseases. I don't want to do all that. But 
lab grown meat is at the forefront of like ethical meat consumption. That's like what uh that's that's like where the culture is right now. Yeah. And so, you know, there's like the vegetarians of the world. The question is, you know, if you could eat a steak that was not sourced from an actual living animal, but is actual animal flesh, yeah, would you eat it? And I could see both sides of this argument uh being, you know, ethically feasible. But um, my question is, even though this meatball that's made of woolly mammoth DNA is uh, not available to eat and is more of a a stunt to get eyes on the idea of cultivated meat as opposed to uh, uh, raised meat, would you try woolly mammoth meatball? Oh, no. It looked really bad. I mean, it looks like a meatball to me. Very good, dude. And I recently had... It looks like a falafel, actually. I recently had a a Beyond Meatball at Monster Vegan. Shout out Monster Vegan again. Shout out Monster Vegan. It's pretty good, um, right? It was uh, the meatball there was fucking the best thing that we had on the menu that night. Yeah, it's uh, um, th- that is a good meatball. The only thing you could really tell a little bit is like with the cashew cheese, the the bandit cheese, as you love. Yeah, yeah. and they that's who they and use. And that's they only because like, but like I expect that. Like I know what that tastes like, and it was a good flavor. You know, I'm not yeah. saying that. Um, you know, well, it's bad. its own thing. Like I've yeah, had it's veggie its own thing. that aren't good because they're a replacement for burgers. They're good because they're good as a veggie burger. The meatball was. I'm still like dreaming about it. Sometimes, I watched a movie once years ago called Eating Animals, and um, they interviewed one of the Beyond Meat guys talking about the the product, and he said, "The fact of the matter is this." whether you get it out of a pea or out of a, you know, a cow, it's the same protein. He's like, so really what we're doing is just isolating that protein and building off of that. And that's how you get like the, the beyond meat meatballs made of pea protein. And I always thought that was an interesting way to put it where it's just like, you know, we're in the business of making edible protein. And some people do that by, uh farming animals and you know cutting from them some people do it by uh, extracting protein from other means now there's an argument to be made about like the safety of processing and the health of supremely processed food like turning a pea into a meatball but uh the idea that like it's a somehow less valid protein is uh is ridiculous it's it's pretty fascinating but monster vegan does a really good job if it's gonna be that good i don't give a fuck well, and like for the most down. part, like I, I'm not eating at Monster Vegan. You know, like it's it's. it's I want to eat thing. there again now, right now. Oh yeah, I've I'm been a couple so times. I'm you so had some? Right do you have any of their drinks? Yeah, I had the um the tiki drink was pretty good. I had the tiki drink yeah. last time I was there. Yeah, I was I was actively convinced not to steal the really cool skull tiki glass that came in. Oh yeah, it, was, it took all of my willpower not to it steal was the, the glass my immediate pumpkin. instinct when I saw that glass. I was like, I'm taking that home with me, dude. There's a pumpkin glass. You know how much? I saw it's like about, huge. I I, I almost Amazon. stole it. The, the tiki skull glass you can get for twenty bucks on Amazon. Not awful. Yeah, it should come with booze in it at that price though. But that definitely made me not want to steal it because I'm like, this is a small business, and I'm not going to steal. It. You know, twenty dollar mug is yeah, you know, half half a check. Yeah, they do. They do good work. Yeah, they really. And you know do. what? I want to shout out Monster Vegan for this. They very smartly just put gratuity on all checks, no matter what. Yeah, 
And as somebody who thinks that it's fucked up that we don't pay our serving staff a living wage and instead they have to like roll the dice on tips. This is a, if this is as close to just paying them what they deserve uh, in their paycheck as we're going to get, then I'll take it. I love the idea that no matter what happens, they're getting at least 20%. And then you could throw a couple bucks on top of that. If you're feeling so inclined. If we had that back in our Chili's days, we'd have like three or four more years on our lives because oh yeah we got so incensed about getting stiffed and getting fucked over like two dollars of that 50 dollar check well it's like your livelihood <laughs> depends on yeah. the kindness of strangers and it's a controversial uh topic anyway like some people simply don't believe in tipping no matter what some people are assholes some people over tip and it's like i could work a, a an eight hour shift and if the tips all come in at under 10%, I'm not making rent, Yeah, you know? And it's like, and you, and it's the level of stress that you carry with you, knowing that at the end of a long shift, you might not make what you, what you deserve or what you've earned is really crazy. But uh monster vegan, uh, Cheers to them for taking care of the wait staff like that. I think that that is, uh, I don't know, I'm, I fully support it. Yeah. What, I think that's the come move. to. Yeah. That's what it's fucking come to. If we're not gonna just pay them correctly outright, at least fucking make that tip. And and you know what? Like I always add a couple bucks to that tip anyway, because I've been on the other side. But uh yeah, Monster Vegan rules, and I love that they play horror movies on the I wall. did not only because we um there was a, some, the, some some ticket times were a little rough out there, but only only with the drinks. The drinks took like we had but at the end of the day, twenty yeah. percent is a good tip. <laughs> a, I, that, I leave twenty percent minimum. I very ever ever maybe a handful of times a year, and it has to be like really shitty. Well, I even go to eighteen percent. Yeah, eighteen is considered like like bare minimum. Fifteen is insulting. Yeah. I, I'm not going below eighteen. Yeah, twenty percent is a good tip. Um, yeah. You know, and I, and I think it's it's a it's the best tip anyone could expect. Uh, sometimes I'll bounce up to twenty five just to be nice, but no, twenty yeah. percent is is perfectly perfectly good. And, and at, I say at that Dawson, similar... everyone gets thirty. Yeah, there you go. I know there's probably at least one drink I didn't pay for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's the that's the one upside of tipping culture yeah. is that if you get in on the inside, there's a little you know quid Once pro quo going that on. Barrier. Yeah. Yeah. But you also have to like severely damage your liver and eat a lot of you know yeah. that kind of stuff. But so it goes. I'm so glad you like Monster Vegan. We should uh we should uh double up out there and do it because uh I'm done. Jenna and I go there all the time. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not done. I want to begin. Let's do it. <laughs> I got one of their adult Happy Meals the other day. Oh shit! What? Twenty bucks gets you a box with a sandwich. Oh, I did see this. Yeah, super fries, a toy and two chocolate chip cookies and the cookies are legit nice this is how good the cookies were i ordered this because i since i was about to travel i didn't want to have uh any food left over in the house i just wanted the you know i didn't want any groceries to go bad so i timed it pretty well but i needed a dinner the night before i left so i ordered that and uh it came with the two cookies and I was like, oh, two cookies. I'm going to eat one. And you know what? I'll be nice. The second one I'll save for Jenna when she gets home. And before I could even finish that thought, 
I had eaten the second cookie. I, I knew that the second <laughs> cookie was going to make it to Jenna as soon as you started the story. It barely made it through my charitable thought that I might <laughs> give it to her. It barely alone, made it through your thought process. Yeah, let, let alone the two hours later when she got home. Um, I was really upset because I had uh, gone out with a friend of mine and I then we went back to watch a movie and then I left the rest of my general so's chicken sandwich in her fridge and on the way home i was so upset uh, i shed like two tears one from each eye yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah the um that that was a pretty solid sandwich my favorite is the one called uh i think it's called is it the bava or the uh either way it's like a it's like a vodka sauce uh fried chicken sandwich the vodka it's sauce so is unbelievable. some of the best it's what made the meatball what like it like the meatball was already great the vodka sauce elevated it to legendary status for me oh yeah we got uh we went for uh restaurant week and the app one of the appetizer choices that they had was calamari now calamari is not vegan but and i don't like calamari but they make it by using deep fried strings of of a certain type of mushroom yeah it is Fuck. so fucking what was the good. Mushroom? I think we talked about that them, mushroom a lot. I think they called them calamari mushrooms, but whatever they were, um, I'm sure it scratches the itch that people who like calamari are seeking. But as a fan of mushrooms, I thought it was just a, and as a fan of deep fried anything at all, enoki, enoki, really? That's what yeah. they're called. Enoki doesn't, mushrooms doesn't ring a bell with me, but I they guess look so. like the shit from The Last of Us. Man, I'm scared. I haven't seen that yet. You're fucking up. I just don't have time, man. I don't have time for another show. I'm I'm only halfway through. So Andor. you wanted you wanted to watch another show with another handsome Latin protagonist, but not Dude. the show that I recommended to you. Well, I I need to get through Andor so I can watch Mandalorian. I don't even know what to say to you anymore. You bought me a Mandalorian painting for Christmas, yeah, so I would cool. imagine you would understand that Mandalorian love is there. About that. Yeah, it's right here. I have the same one. Right there, yeah. Yeah. It is It is what it is. Because no, I, I, I remember I bought that, and I was like, man, that's really cool. And I, It's I, so as, cool. As soon as I, like, and we were, like, in the throes of Mandalorian Season 1, and I was like, I want to get one for myself, too. So now we have matching accoutrement. Dude, I love it. It's right here on my desk next to my Tarantino and Harvey Keitel autograph. And under um, my I Want to Believe poster. But, yo, I'm serious when I say... Andor, it's like top tier Star Wars shit. I know. It's real right. good. Yeah, okay. It's real good. Yeah, I really was not expecting it, and I was blown away by it. Uh, yeah. I watched it every day at the gym while I was in New Orleans because I went to the gym every day and made Orleans? sure. In Andorlands, I went to the gym every day while I was there, and I'm very proud of myself for pulling that off. But <laughs> I did it by watching an episode of of Andor while I was on the elliptical. I actually think it's pronounced Andorleans. And Orleans, yeah. <laughs> it's pronounced Star Warleans. Um Taco Bell is doing another one of those voting things. What are we voting on? Is it gonna be a mammoth meatball? On what Which, to bring back. I want to clarify. Yeah. Would would eat the mammoth meatball. I would. I would eat the meat I would eat the mammoth meatball if I can douse it in the vodka sauce for Monster Vegan. Oh yeah, there's gonna be vodka sauce. Yeah, then I would try it and deviled eggs, <laughs> but not 
I would not eat human meat. <laughs> <laughs> human meat. Oh, wait. Before we leave Monster Vegan, I learned something amazing. So this, you know show, how, this episode, by the way, brought to you by Monster Vegan. Brought to you by Monster um, Vegan. Yeah. Fueled by our appetites for Monster Go Vegan. Go eat there like today. You know how uh, some drinks they'll serve with an egg white froth on the top? Yeah. So there's a drink at Monster Vegan that has egg white froth on the top, but egg white, not vegan. So I looked it up. Guess what bartenders that you that make vegan drinks with egg whites used to create that egg white? It is, the juice, it is the juice from uh, garbanzo beans. You are correct. Yeah. Did I bring this up before or did you look no, this I, up No, I actually knew that. I'm very happy with myself because I oh, actually right on. knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up because I was so confused by it. But yeah, the, the juice in the can from garbanzo beans that's left over can be frothed into an egg whip. And that is I think so cool. That's so cool. That I know that is from my late night facebook video holes where like i'm watching like every other one will be a tasty video yeah yeah yeah. And some of them they're like oh vegan vegetarian stuff and like but they're making like a lemon meringue pie yeah, and yeah that's yeah. how they make the meringue is with the garbanzo beans they also use it to fold in to i believe cloud bread which would instead of oh, um, yeah. it's an egg replacement but because it's so fluffy and light it it takes the place of eggs that have already been baked into the bread so it like goes yeah. in kind of the, it doesn't really change shape it's already risen so to speak yeah, yeah. much like jesus will this I weekend was just about to make that same joke i saw it in your eyes and i wanted to yep. get there first <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh that and i've discovered that if you want to uh bake as a vegan uh the best replacement to make cookies taste delicious if you can't use eggs is applesauce yeah and um black beans and brownies really yeah fascinating yeah i forget what they i think they i don't know i forget what they take the place of i think it might be the same thing that makes sense black beans and brownies they make them i've had them before man they are they're a different thing but they're really really good like they're very fudgy it sounds to me like these vegan chefs are having a lot of fun with science they are which i yeah. always support oh and now well it's we only have seven minutes left but here's our guest dr scientist just kidding April yeah Fools. fun with dr scientist. science um so, so taco, taco bell, bell yeah yeah speaking of dr scientist who loves taco bell um damn straight he uh and i wonder who... what for we have to have him on so he can talk to, about his uh his uh double down experience because yeah. we had a, a private chat about the double down that was rather enlightening. <laughs> we had a um we meaning uh there was a chat happening that after five chats I put on mute and said I'll catch up with this later. <laughs> <laughs> on brand <laughs> because I was I was doing something where like the the buzzing got too much. I'm like I need I can't with these yeah. two right now. And I came back and I I clicked on the comments that I liked and I responded. I was still I was still as, part of it. As is your right. As yeah. is your right. I mean there's really only so far you can go with the double tap before it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> before it just turns into and this happened a conversation fully based on gifts. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh science. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, so Taco Bell is making uh, its fans choose which item to bring back, either the Cool Ranch Doritos Locos Taco or the Beefy Crunch Burrito. 
I don't really know if I remember the beefy crunch burrito, but uh, I'll tell you what's in it if you want. Yeah, seasoned beef, which we all know is barely beef. Burritos, flame and hot flavored corn chips, reduced fat sour cream, seasoned rice, and nacho cheese sauce. I'm voting for that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I the Cool Ranch taco is fine, but I, I think I'm voting for that because the Fritos in the burrito is like, that's the truth. Also, the Cool Ranch taco, if I remember correctly, was underwhelming. Yeah. The cheese is what you want. Although, when I was in New Orleans, I had Doritos that were Salsa Verde flavored. I would like a Salsa Verde uh, Doritos Loco Taco. I want the spicy sweet taco. Ooh, that would be good. The purple, the purple bag. Yeah. Um, oh, we gotta ru- we gotta rush. To I would vote next, with that. This but next uh, one. yeah, I'm I'm voting for the beefy, crunchy, yeah. Fritos so burrito. Open Frito, the yeah. app and do it uh, every day for the next um till the twelfth. In three days, I'm gonna remember to do it, and then I'm gonna do it once. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So Hidden Valley Ranch introduces new pickle flavored ranch. I mean, dill. Yeah, I'm into it. I'll give it I'm a shot. I'm into it too. I had a, I had a pickle pizza two weeks ago for the first time ever. Ooh, yeah. And it was everyone in this neighborhood has been on Facebook community pages talking about this place, and they're like, "Pickle pizza is the best pizza. It fucking rules." I had it. It was fine. It Pretty wasn't life changing like the meatball from Monster Vegan. Yes. I do like pickles on pizza, but I feel like it's the kind of thing that, like, I also like beer with pizza, and it's kind of got to be one or the other because you're going to be dry mouthed something severe. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of salt. I like, also, I had a pickle on pizza one other time, but it was a Big Mac flavored pizza, and that was fucking really nice. Oh, I've had that before, yeah. yeah. Big Mac flavored pizza is delicious. I'm so fucking hungry right now, dude. Let's just wrap up. Do your plugs. I got to go eat something. Yeah, same. I, I uh, Reminding myself for next episode, I have a very funny ranch issue that I came across on the uh, on the internet that we'll talk about. So tune in in two weeks for that. Um, you can always subscribe to us at Hot Property Pod on all of the things. Please leave us a review. Um, uh, if you have any food news or anything like that you want to share with us for us to cover on the show, uh, reach out to us at Hot Property Pod on all of the things and we will cover it. You can also check out our other show, I Like to Movie Movie, at Movie Movie Cast on all of the things. Um, we got a couple bonus episodes that dropped from the Overlook Film Festival, so please take a look at those. And uh, we'll be back in about two weeks with an episode on John Wick with a very special guest. So uh, definitely tune into that. And you can find everything I do All right. <laughs> at scullyvision.com. Did you forget that you got us a guest? Yep. That is your totally your selection? All right. Definitely did. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, follow my dog at BBA Owners Girl the Corgi. Um, also, check out our merch. We got a new t-shirt up on tinyurl.com slash shop. It is um, an image of a seal singing. Um, it's very cool. Very good design. Yeah. Um, there, there was. This is actually a doctor scientist requested commission. Nice. So I figured I would put because he actually texted me the talk bubble coming out of the seal. <gasps> like, that is that is 
exactly what he said to me that he wants on the shirt. So I did that. <laughs> and as as our only customer, we had to acquiesce. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, well, that's been hot property. And as always, it's it gotta be good. Got to be good. And it's, and it's got, got to be, be long. long.